Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, man. What? Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? <coughs> hey, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, have you ever heard of the Black Knight satellite? <laughs> no, no. Black Knight satellite? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, they mention it in the uh, Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> theme song. <laughs> Grey Goose, Taco Moose, Black Knight satellite. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that was pretty good right there. I'm pretty impressed at how well that fits. No, it's not from that. It's from something entirely different. Honestly, it could be in there. Sure. Um, but it's, it is in there. I don't think it is. That's where I know it from. I think it's Grey Goose, is what you're thinking of. No. Grey Goose is. Not Grey Goose is in it. Grey Goose is not Which in it. Now that I said Grey that Goose as an adult, is a vodka. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now that I said that as an adult, I'm like, it's why was that in there? Grey Moose, right? Green Moose. Green Moose, Java Juice. Shoot. I can't think of. I'm pretty sure it's Grey Goose. It's not Grey Goose. <laughs> Grey Goose is mentioned in Royals. By, uh, yeah, but by that girl from the ring. I don't care about that. Oh, okay. Um, here it is. Here it is. Obtuse rubber goose, green moose, guava juice, juice, black knight satellite. <laughs> it's close. Giant snake, birthday cake, large fries, chocolate shake. It's interesting. Giant cake, birth, birthday cake. Giant snake, birthday cake, large fries, black knight satellite. <laughs> it's interesting to me because this isn't. There's not another verse in this song that is even remotely close. It to goes. That. It goes. Giant snake, birthday cake. Black Knight satellite weed and start the fire. <laughs> it's all the same. I just respect that this was very clearly he needed another verse and was just like ah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, uh, the whole point of the song was that the fairies can make anything appear. Oh, I guess that's true. And so he's giving him. And so he's but, like giant snake birthday cake, large fried chocolate shake. But but the first line obtuse. Why does he? What is? What is he getting an obtuse triangle? Like, what is the point no? Of that? What is the rest of it? It's obtuse rubber goose. An obtuse rubber goose. No, obtuse comma rubber goose. No, 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 That's no, no, a separate no. thing. No, 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 no. It shouldn't be. But obtuse. obtuse what is an obtuse rubber, rubber goose? <laughs> a large rubber goose. Obtuse does not mean large. <laughs> urban Dictionary. <laughs> Why would you go Urban Dictionary? <laughs> Why do you need to see what the kids say? What it is. Oh, interesting. What does Urban Dictionary say that it is? Oh, well, I just did normal dictionary. So obtuse. What I was thinking of is the obtuse angle. But yeah, the angle, um, which is the what angle, Tim? It's between ninety and one eighty. Which would be a? Would you categorize that as like a large angle? I mean, I guess it's a wide angle. There's a right angle. Yeah. And there's a cute. Yeah. Is and then there's one. an obtuse angle. And then obtuse. I mean, I guess it's a wide angle. You're right. I guess it's a wider angle, but I, I, I've never heard someone use it that way. Anyways, the other one is what you are is annoyingly insensitive and slow to understand. <laughs> mm. You just really want to take that shot today or yeah, you're really coming off like an obtuse rubber goose right now. 
All right. <laughs> you don't have to point it out. Okay. Uh, hey, let me ask you a weird question. <laughs> no, that's it's okay. just been on my mind. No, I will not let you. <laughs> when did the theme song roll? <laughs> did it go? It should have. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got a weird question for you. Do it now. Obtuse rubber goose, green moose, guava juice, giant snake, birthday cake, large fried chocolate shake. I love, and that'll fit perfectly. Things that I learned last night. It's the show that gives you a fright. It's things I learned last night. Things I learned last night. I don't think I'd make it as a cartoon person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the Black Knight satellite. Oh, no. Something's been on my mind. I oh, gotta ask sure. you a question. What What's up? When you meet someone new and like you go to their house for the first time, <laughs> we're both married, so it's not no, not like that. Not yeah. like when no, you just meet like someone a, new, just when like you, a regular person. When you meet somebody new, yeah, you know? no, obviously not a woman, just a regular person. I don't think you had to say it like that, though. When you make a new friend, <laughs> yeah, 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 and you go over to their house for the first time, okay. Do you <laughs> look through all their stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like people I'm talk about snooping like um, it's like a bad thing that you shouldn't do. <laughs> I do it every do time. You do it? Did, yeah, you snoop, in, did you snoop my house? Hundred percent. Why? 100%. I I snooped your apartment. I snooped your apartment in Springfield. I snooped your dorm room. I snooped your parents' house. And <laughs> every time I meet someone, I'm just like, "What are you hiding in these cabinets?" Okay, <laughs> so I think there's levels of snooping that I would like to clarify. Jeez. So. If you go to someone's house, yeah, the bathroom fair game. <laughs> right? Bathroom you can, is one hundred percent. You can fair snoop game. whatever you want. Yeah, There's yeah, a lock yeah, on yeah. the door. People don't care how long you're in there. Yeah, they care. They care. Like, <laughs> There's a point. There There's comes a point the where point. they start to care. <laughs> yeah, where they go. Hey, been in there for a minute. Okay, like, hey, are you all uh, right? Now you're saying that you snoop like the rest of the house. Yeah, yeah. Kitchen. Master bedroom. I don't even go in people's master bedrooms. Yeah, typically I won't. Now, <laughs> after that one time, <laughs> no. When I was young, I would. Uh, I learned at some point. Probably none like of this school, sounds good, dude. The way you're saying stuff is so bad. When I was younger, I'd do that. Yeah. Um, now that I'm older, I don't go in master bedrooms anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But when I, I was just, a kid, there's just some curiosity that I can't like. I'm like, what do you got in those drawers, man? <laughs> you you don't hear that. <laughs> you don't hear that at all. You said, what do you got in those drawers? <laughs> and you. 
It's not a weird thing. I'm just like what you got in them drawers. I'm just curious what's in there? Like it's not a weird thing about it though. Like I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <Ow. laughs> that's weird. <laughs> He's continuing on. I know. It's, I know. People act like it's problematic. I know. I know that. <laughs> drawers is pants. I know that. I know that. And you're saying people that. act like it's problematic to go around being like, "What you got in them drawers?" <laughs> Sure, I get that people don't like that. Oh my god! Like, like I'm just curious. It's, it's Tim, just curiosity. We're not talking about snooping in people's houses anymore. I know about, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> you ever do that? <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I found uh, knives before, like in drawers where there shouldn't be. Knives. Talking <laughs> about things that aren't the black knight sound. <laughs> I only want you to talk about the black knight satellite. I don't want to hear anything else from you right now. All right. So the black knight satellite is. Um, we'll start with a picture of it. Here's the black knight satellite. Theoretically, I told you what I found in my grandma's drawers. <laughs> No, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. It was uh, a lot of uh, drug paraphernalia. See, sometimes it's good to know. Yeah. So here's the black knight satellite. satellite. The black knight satellite. This is it. This is a photograph of it from uh, the space station. Are you, hold on. This was during the construction of the space station. Yeah. What is this like a? Th- is this like a? Or is, do people own this? Oh, are you asking if this is an alien thing? Yeah, it might be an alien thing. Okay. <laughs> do people own the whatever we're doing? Nobody owns this. For well, everyone, no for everyone this, to know, it looks like if you. Uh, took a leather jacket off of the hanger and then just <laughs> held it by the collar of the jacket, and you were just like, "That's straight up the it's the bet." That's the great. That's a great visualization of what this thing looks like. That is a really and then just put that on a blue it. background because you know they're in space. I don't yeah. think they went, and so <laughs> you know. Here's another angle of it. Uh, that one's a little grainier. Looks like a Praying it's mantis. Another, another photo. That's I like this game. Um, and then here's another angle of it from the History Channel. That's uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so here's here's the concept. Uh, this satellite, this this photograph, and really all these photographs were taken at one time. They're just different moments along its flight path. Um, was taken from a a spacewalk during the construction of the International Space Station, um, which they. We're assembling up in space. Sure. And then got his DSLR out, took a photo of the satellite as it floated by. This image has since been declassified, but a good description of what it is hasn't been given to us. And so it's become known as the blacklight satellite in okay. UFO lore. Um, and uh, oh, shoot, dude. What? The UFO people are going to find this, and we did a whole thing about how you're 
you're doing <laughs> casual break and entering. <laughs> Dang it, dude. <clears throat> How is it every time? Every episode. Bro, it's you know that's going to happen. You know what the topic is. Yeah. Maybe this is like a self-conscious Maybe like a this subconscious is self sabotage. That's Maybe what I'm saying. What Maybe you do this. Maybe I do. Because it's like some kind of punishment. You like the negative <laughs> comments that we get on YouTube. I do like it. Yeah. I see people. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I see people like online that talk about like negative comments, like bothering them. And I've never like we get we get some. Yeah, dude. Because they're usually pointed at me, man. I know. They're, they've been uh, pointed almost at all me of too. them on these UFO ones are like, if the guy on the right would shut up, the guy on the left trying to tell a story, and the guy on the right is just making jokes the whole time. I can't imagine that that doesn't bother you. That's crazy. <laughs> no, you're saying you can just read that and you go, I, I read that and let it brush right off my shoulder. I was like, man, these people are my friends and my fans. <laughs> I can't believe that people don't like the things people say about them on the internet. <laughs> no, we've I've had negative stuff thrown at me too. Uh, more of those are definitely directed at you. Yeah, but <laughs> I've never had a problem with it. It doesn't bother me, but I definitely do have like a for now. You didn't like that. You a, didn't like that same pick a Tim account that existed. No, I, I didn't have any issues with that. You didn't like I it. I didn't like that. I didn't know who it was. Yeah, but I didn't mind it and you were like, like the what thing, the frick is this? Yeah, I wanted to know. I was the mystery of it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't need this. I need to know. Yeah, it was a fun little mystery. <laughs> I was like, he's I'm gonna get caught anytime. Yeah. Yeah, that's how criminals feel, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, if you like our show, please leave a review, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube, and go check out other episodes. Uh, here's one that I hate, the Lonnie Zamora incident. You know me, just not a big fan of the alien episodes, but if that's your jam, uh, that's out there. So uh, go check that out. It's a very fun episode. I think you'd like it. I hated it. So anyway, back to this episode. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more growth 
gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Anyway, so the Black Knight Satellite, it all started with Nikola Tesla. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it really does. The story goes back to Nikola Tesla. Um, uh, he was in 1899 conducting some experiments with radio signals. Um, he wanted to see what radios did. Uh, and so he was playing around with the signals and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Pretty accurate, actually. Um, and he received what... Uh, uh, Something that nobody knew about yet, including him, until he knew about it. <laughs> he received a signal uh, that he said, okay, either this is from, this radio signal came from the upper atmosphere, or it came from outer space. And he was shocked to have received this, obviously, because okay. we didn't know radio signals could exist without human hands manipulating them. And so he oh, was shocked sure, to sure, receive sure. a radio signal from space. And so he reported this, um, and the scientific community, at this time, the scientific community had issues with Nikola Tesla. They were like, he's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, he says stuff that's like, we should pay attention to what he says. Right. But like, we don't like him. Coming. Why didn't they like him? Do you know? Do you remember? Because uh, he was crazy. Oh, there was like, he's a weird guy. Yeah, he had some theories about, uh, so <laughs> without going too far into it, uh, he had some kind of like the vibrations, like you know those people who are like the vibrations of the universe, you can connect to the vibrations of the universe sure. and it'll tell you everything about everything. He was kind of one of those guys. And so he he believed if you could connect to those vibrations, you could understand everything. He's one of those on. guys? But you could also, yeah. But he also thought that you could get energy from it. And so he was trying to, like the Tesla. So he would have like dreads and be living in a van <laughs> yeah. in this world right now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cause, Bending well, spoons with his mind. I don't know if he would be doing that because he was, he was at least smart enough to figure out how to get funding. So he got people to oh, okay, fund his projects so yeah. he could build. He had the Tesla coil in Colorado Springs. Um, and he was building these these like really uh, intuitive energy sources that were working, and I think that was the bigger thing is he was kind of challenging the status quo and threatening yeah, an established energy sure. industry. Um, but he was also kind of cuckoo at the same time. He was very much a mad scientist. Sure. Anyways, um, years later we would realize we would figure out the radio signals that he was capturing were pulsars. You know what those are? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, which I just a note for the astronomical community rename pulsars into pulse stars. Hey, now <laughs> these are pole stars. We used to call them pole stars, but hey, now now they're pole stars that <laughs> no, we can't do anymore. Great goose. Guava <laughs> <Clop of> juice. <laughs> Jeez. NASA just loves vodka. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> I made a joke about Lord earlier. 
yeah. the, with her royal song, and I called her the girl from the ring, and you just didn't even. <laughs> I, did even I said, for that song with the girl from the ring, and you just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> And I like that. I totally missed that. <laughs> so anyways, so a lot of people are like, oh yeah, they, these were pulsars that he was hearing. Sure. Maybe not. We'll come back. Maybe. To that. What channel was it on? 100.5? 93.3. He just dials in and he goes, hey, we're back with the K-Love Pledge Drive. Uh, it's going on for a millennium. And you can just donate whenever you can. Just go ahead and open your little open your little wallet. quickly phone. And that's quickly phone. I don't know what they're called up there. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why I know. Uh, and, oh, you're, uh, you're saying this is the aliens K-Love. Yeah. This is not Earth K-Love traveling time. No, that's what I thought. I thought is, it was this like is alien K-Love. time traveling K-Love. Yeah. This is alien K-Love. Yikes. Oh. Positive, encouraging, definitely real. Positive, encouraging, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe Pulsar is maybe something else. I'll tell you in a minute. It's okay. Spoiler alert, probably Black Knight Satellite. Um, <clears throat> and then there was a guy named Jorgen Halls. Uh, he was an amateur radio operator uh, who was experimenting with radio signals as well. Yeah. Um, and noticed he could get uh, radio signals to echo back at him if he shot them into the atmosphere. Okay. Um, but what was interesting is you would expect that if you were echoing off of something, uh, it would be uh, obvious like intervals. Like that was bouncing back right. at something the same interval, but they were random. And so he was thinking these are getting repeated back to me, not being echoed back to me. Um, sure. And so something's hearing this and they're sending the same tone back. They're like mimicking me. It's like when you knock on a wall and your neighbor and you, knocks on the wall back or the hat man. And then they back. go and then they go <laughs> chicken bacon rich <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> Meatballs. Okay, cool. Meatballs are marinara. Oh my gosh. I haven't. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is this is something that is a real scientific phenomena. Sure. Uh, he discovered it. This amateur discovered it. And then science was like, hey, let's look at that. And science was like, we discovered that. <laughs> science was like, that was our idea. Like, okay. And he was like, all right. Uh, I thought of that first. <laughs> <laughs> they named it long delayed echoes or LDEs. Um, but here's what's interesting about it. They said you can send a radio signal signal out to space and at random intervals that we can't trace down a pattern. It'll send it it'll back. echo back the same tone will get echoed back, but we have no idea why because it bounces off something. <clears throat> yeah, so there's theories about why it happens, but we still have no idea what's or there's it. an alien up there. There's just 20 is just being like and the aliens like <sighs> fine like the guy he's in lost. He's got to keep putting in the numbers because he's like, I don't know what's going to happen if I don't. You yeah, know? And he's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quigleys are saved again. <laughs> we saved the Quigleys. <laughs> don't, okay. don't do that. Uh, the long delayed echoes. Uh, we don't know what those are. So, sure, maybe black night satellite. This is all. This will all come together in a minute. I've got to lay a lot of. Yeah, random no, no, we're going like, sure. I got to sure, lay sure. a lot of random. It'll it'll come together. Sorry, I'll quit doing bits there. <laughs> okay, so in 1954, there was a former Navy pilot um, who. 
went to newspapers and said, hey, the Air Force uh, has been just tracking these two satellites that have been orbiting Earth. We've been tracking them. We don't know where they're from or whose they are. What's interesting is we know now that nobody successfully launched a satellite into orbit until 1957. So this is three years before any human hands got a satellite in space. Sputnik 1 was the first one. Okay. Um, and so at the time, everybody was panicking and they were like, oh, the Soviets got a satellite up there. They did it. And they've got it orbiting and they beat us to it. Um, and that's, he told newspapers. And the Soviets were like, we thought you did that. Uh, you did that. And then they're like, oh, it's the aliens. Um, it's freaking some dude in Florida. Like, I did it. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're like, I got Isn't it up there. Amateur space guy. Just slingshot it up there. I got a slingshot. Yeah. It's pretty surprising how far you could get little stuff to go really far. Crazy, man. Yeah, if, you, if it's small enough, it could go so far away. Yeah. You just got to put a big enough rocket on it. Yeah. You got to put an obtuse rocket. <laughs> on it's it. just such an annoying rocket. Would you keep going? We got a lot of groundwork. To lay. <laughs> so he spoke. Uh, he, he, he spoke about this group uh, in the government. Okay. Uh, after this whole event happened and he called them the silence group. He's like, he's like, there's a group within the government that doesn't want you to know about these satellites. And he's like, they're not our, our satellites. Okay. They're not made by human hands. And they want to keep it silent. That's why they're called the silence group. Okay. And so uh, <clears throat> kind of honestly, like the men in black. <laughs> sure. Similar concept, you know? Um, and then there was a guy named Duncan Lunin uh, who was a science fiction writer. And stay with me for a second. <laughs> He's a science fiction. It's always writer. one of these guys. <laughs> He's a science fiction writer who there was this. Uh, His whole job is to make stuff up. <laughs> That's like the job description. Stay with me for a second. Stay with me for a second. Uh, <laughs> Sergeant Winslow versus the Black Knight satellite. <laughs> In space, you tend not to think <laughs> much. <laughs> You just do what you're told and try to stay alive. <laughs> Coming this fall. <laughs> so Duncan, there was a signal that was a relatively famous signal in the 70s that we received from space. Uh, most likely a pulsar, uh, but he took this signal and he studied it for years. Sure. And he solved it um, <clears throat> and transliterated it into English and said, this is a map of the Boötes star system, which is a distant star system. Um, and so the signal, the tones were coordinates identifying this star system. And he said, they're trying to tell us that they come from this star system. Uh, what? Yeah. <clears throat> which is interesting. Uh, so we got the booties. <laughs> Here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. We'll dive down this rabbit hole for a split second. Sure. I wanted to, to cover this in an episode, but I haven't had a reason until now. The Bodie system is a galaxy, or it's not a galaxy. It's a star system within the Bodie's void. Okay. Which is um, the largest void that we know about in like the observable. So those stars are in the middle. Yes. Of this void. Of this void. Uh, well, what, well, what's interesting is is <clears throat> most uh, uh, most like subsections of space, like you can kind of estimate like in just the normal 
um, density of galaxies, like how many star systems you could expect to see in an area of space. This is an area that is nearly 330 million light years in diameter. So it's a massive section of space. Uh, In a space this large, we would typically expect there to be um, roughly uh, 2,000 galaxies in this section of space. But obviously looking at it, you don't see that many. Um, They estimate there's only 60 that sit within this void. Um, okay. It's obviously very strange because you look around this, like the rest of the galaxy doesn't have sections of space that are this just open with nothing in it. They say that if Earth or, or our star system was in the center of Bodhi's void, we wouldn't know that there was another galaxy that existed until 1988 um, because we won't have instruments that could perceive them. That's how giant this void is. Okay. Which is absolutely bonkers. Um <clears throat> And so this is significant um, because if this signal is true that uh, they're highlighting whatever this signal was coming from an alien race that was saying they were from this star system. Sure. Um, theoretically, that could explain Bodhi's void of why this is here because we don't know exactly. There's some pretty good theories and I could tell you those in a second. But one of the theories is Dyson spheres. And if that's a Dyson spheres, yeah, like remember, the vacuum. No, remember that episode we talked about them? Not the vacuum. We <laughs> didn't cover the vacuum. In there, Speaking so. of the vacuum, uh, <laughs> one of our sponsors. Uh, Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about it in the. If you haven't uh, heard the episode, um, there is a theoretical technology that is yes that civilizations could create to harness energy from stars. And it's like a sphere that wraps around the star. Is this like in the Kardashev scale episode? Yeah, the Kardashev scale. That's right. Um, Yeah, and so the Dyson sphere wraps around the star and sucks the energy from the star, which would dim the star because it's sucking energy from it. And so if there was an alien race that was... Figured out how to harness the power of their stars. Yeah, then they would inevitably spread outwards and just continue to build these Dyson spheres around stars, which is interesting because you can kind of see the edges are dim. Like they're not, it's like they're sucking the energy out of the stars. They haven't completely stamped them out yet. So it's an interesting concept if that is what is actually happening there. Hey, thanks for being part of this episode. Uh, if you want to help us do more of this, you want to help us grow our show, one of the easiest and best ways to do that is to join our Patreon. Uh, it's a way for you financially to support this show, and you get a lot in return. You get access to our Discord channel. You get bonus content that comes out. Uh, you get exclusive merchandise and like live Zoom hangouts where we're both just hanging out, eating pizza, just getting to know each other. The biggest thing is, is we want to know you uh, more as an individual and as a friend. So thanks for supporting our show. If you don't support us financially, we're not pressed about it. We're not like mad, um, but I'll find you. So text Tillin to 66866 to keep yourself from being found. All right, because if you don't, I will hunt you down. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? 
And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life and how do I make those priorities in my life and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient. Uh, And you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule. So it's super valuable for people like me (laughs) who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows, and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. The leading theory by most scientists right now about what happened to the Bodhi's void is that it's kind of like if you um, like pour some soap all over your countertop. You ever do this? <laughs> and it's, it gets real. No, but I do it to my friend's house every time I go over <laughs> every there. Time I, go over, sometimes I, just, I just, you know, you snoop by <laughs> soap. You know? you know, this counter needs just needs to get real we slippery. Met <laughs> someone new. <laughs> and invited him, invited him over to our house, and then he took our Dawn dish soap, and he was then in just the bathroom for a long time. And it was like I'm like doing a, a I'm doing a booty void, <laughs> and you're like, oh what? It's a booty void. <laughs> and then yeah, when he was done, he said, "Hey, come look at my booty void." <laughs> and we were like, "No, <laughs> that's okay." And he made us come in there, and he showed us the counter was just covered in Don dish soap. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, so much Don dish." Stars soap. go dim, am I right? <laughs> but the explanation is that if you pour some soap on a counter, you kind of have those bubbles. Yeah, and if those bubbles come together, they merge. And so they said over millions of years, there were a bunch of voids and they've all just sort of merged together to create interesting a really big void. So there's some kind of pressure or <clears throat> pocket yeah. in this. In and that. what's what's interesting is you can't really see them super well. There's some dim ones that kind of start to move through the middle. There's kind of like a, almost like a line. And so the idea is that those are the bubbles kind of merging together still um, kind okay. of forcing those out. So um, or Aliens are taking the energy from the stars. Sure, the is probably the, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably that's the most likely possibility. The reason why these are all connected because people say uh, the theories are saying that the explanation for all these signals is it's coming from the Black Knight satellite, and sure, that's where we're hearing these radio signals from. This is watching us over, watching over us. 
Um, and it's been here for a long time. And the reason why we know it's been here for a long time is because of that, that guy who translated it translated it and it said it's been here for 13,000 years. Jeez. Um, and the reason why he knows that is because the uh, this map, the star map. And this is the science fiction writer, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so the star map, the star map, one of the planets on it is out of position where it should be. And so he went back in time like <laughs> he didn't go back in time. One of his characters back, did. Back one of his <laughs> characters went back in time through the record because obviously like throughout time stars move sure. based on the wobble of the earth. And so he went through based on the wobble. Yeah, <laughs> wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble baby. Stars in the wrong spot. <laughs> so the uh, he went back through the record, and where that planet lied in the system would be thirteen thousand years in the past. From and the so window like, <laughs> to the wall, these stars aren't where they go. <laughs> There's a big old hole <laughs> in space. <laughs> it works. I hate that. Um, so this thing got it's here. It's all up here. This thing got here. Thirteen. You should hear the things I don't say. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear the stuff that I go. That's okay. Nope, that one can stay for a different time. Uh, so, so people are proponents of the black. I see you've been shaping your beard. I've always shaped my beard. Yeah, but you've been doing a good job lately. You've been better at shaping oh, it a little bit, shaving whatever's on the yeah. cheeks here. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Shaping it, it yeah. just looks even. It's yeah, good. Just bringing it, bringing it down a little bit. It's good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the Black Knight. Satellite. Now all that's needed is for the other rest of it to grow in right there. <laughs> now all that's needed is for you to cut off the rest of it. <laughs> anyway, the Black Knight satellite. Uh, the people, the proponents of the Black Knight satellite, say, "Okay, this thing came here thirteen thousand years ago to monitor us, and it's been sure. watching us, sending signals back got to a the Bodhi's hall void. Monitor in space, sending signals back to the Bodhi's void." Just kind of watching us, and what they're doing, who knows? There's a, actually some interesting theories. Could be science, could be military use cases. My favorite is we are basically like this is their animal planet. Yeah, we're their reality <laughs> TV. Yeah, like, here's two creatures, <laughs> just like that, recording and what they call a podcast. <laughs> they're getting ready for the morning commute. So the. This has been here for thirty thousand years, sure. watching us, sending Which us sucks because the Earth's only six thousand years old. <laughs> it's bored for a long time, and then one day it was like, "Whoa, where did this go? What from? is that?" You guys aren't going to believe this. Can you imagine if aliens do come to <laughs> Earth big and they get in touch with Ken Ham? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's they they land on the White House lawn and. The president is like, you should talk the to president Ken at Ham. the time is an idiot who goes, <laughs> you should talk to Ken. You should Ham. talk to Ken Ham <laughs> and then they're forced to go talk to because you here's what happens is they're going to believe the first story they're told. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and the first story they're going to get told is uh, this is the real ark. <laughs> we found it. We've turned it into this museum. Yeah, crazy and here's all the animals in it. Um. <clears throat> And then the satellite's been been watching over us for years, and people have been allegedly sighting this thing. Sure, both from the ground and from space ever since. I wake up in the middle of the night, and it's in my room, <laughs> <laughs> and it's telling me it's subway order. <laughs> yeah, satellite. It's like, make it, let this. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, here's the thing. So this is there's a lot of people who really really believe in the Black Knight satellite. Sure. Like this is a legitimate a- alien outpost or satellite that's watching us and reporting back to the booties void. Uh, but here's the deal. This has this image has been declassified by NASA. They've declassified all these images. Um, what the Black Knight satellite people just kind of brush over is the explanation that's come with these images. Um, yeah, which uh, is what? So these this is I think a recreation. I don't think this. Is oh, that's image. definitely not a real one. Um, this was a series of photographs that was taken during the construction uh, or the assembly of the space station. Um, and what this was was a thermal blanket that was removed from some covering on a piece that they were assembling and it just kind of started floating out into space. Okay, which is why it's kind of flipping around and in every shot you see it. It looks totally different and in this one. It looks That's like what I'm saying. It straight up looks like fabric. So I was kind of right. You were yeah, um, but it's a thermal blanket. So it's somewhat reflective. Um, whoa, and, whoa, what are we keeping the space station warm? Well, you got to keep the you got to keep it covered like a Corvette and a carport. No, well, you got to keep the parts covered because it's cold in space. You got to keep them covered. You got to keep them protected from the sun until no, you, go out you get your gloss on them. <laughs> until you get your gloss glossiness on them. Um, yeah, so this was just <laughs> this. This was just a thermal blanket that was dropped in space and they took a picture and NASA declassified it and everyone's like NASA declassified an alien spaceship. That's what I'm saying is and, that freaking just because it was classified all of a yeah. sudden it's like oh they're hiding this and look with now they're what they're you know yeah. it's classified people. because you can't talk you can't can talk about blankets and talk about blanket. The public is not ready to hear about this blanket. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the owner of the Snuggie said until he came out with it. Until he got a patent, and then he when, said the public. And I'll tell you what, I saw the first Snuggie commercial, and my dad lost his <laughs> mind. Dude. My dad, he's like, they stole my idea. Christy, get in here. <laughs> it's a blanket with armholes. He was right. The public wasn't ready for that. <laughs> they weren't ready for that kind of knowledge. Um, and what's what's more interesting is that when this came out, this whole backstory was created, right? That connected Nikola Tesla and the the U, that other UFO researcher and LDEs and all this other stuff that was not connected in they any connected way. They connected Nikola Jorgen and Duncan. <laughs> yes, actually. Nikola, I remember Jorgen, Duncan, Guava Juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember Jorgen because I was like, that's a name that should make a comeback. <laughs> that should. I don't uh, even- I'm Jaren. This is my wife, Reagan. This is our beautiful kids. Uh, we've got uh, Nicholas. Jorgen. It's like it's a combination of your two names. And, Jorgen. Uh, Jorgen. You know, Brittany and Jorgen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would literally think that you were just trying to put your names together. I've been doing this bit that. lately where I. Uh, because I do about the kids' name stuff, so yeah. I just been asking. I go, there real, any millennial parents in here? And people go, whoo! I go, your kids got stupid names. And everyone goes, uh, you know. And I go, no, what are they? I said, yeah. do your kids have stupid names? And every mom goes, no. And then yeah. I go, I'll decide. <laughs> I said, what are your kids' names? And this girl, this lady goes, uh, well, my oldest is Kyle. And I said, oh. I said, okay, that's a normal name, but. The yeah. worst. He's not going to be eighty. You know, <laughs> you don't know any old Kyle's. And she it's goes, true. he's going to die young. And I was like, no, you don't get to say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why you, you say can't say that? And then she goes, yeah, my second is uh, frick. What was it? Uh, Kylie. No, it was like Asher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dumb name. 
I think Ash is cool because you can shorten it to Ash, and that is cool. stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you gonna name your kid Asher Stone? I don't think Asher Stone flows well. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think any name flows well. You shouldn't have kids. Just want to that down now. Thanks. Appreciate that. Brianna um, Stone doesn't flow well. That's why she hasn't changed her name. <laughs> She just had the heart to tell you. <laughs> Legally, okay, but Duncan. Here's the interesting thing: Duncan <laughs> Lunin, the guy who translated the signal, didn't. He's a science fiction writer. <laughs> well, one, he's a science fiction writer, but two, he didn't translate the signal. He's just doing the fiction so, part. So he translated a signal. Oh, he translated a signal and came out and wrote about it. Translated the signal. And it was like in the nineties or something. Everyone was like, this guy figured it out. Mm, and everyone was like, sure. oh, it's crazy. A couple years later, he's like, yeah, I made that up. And then fiction. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he's like, guys, it's literally in my, you know, I was my- a young adult writer then. And now, <laughs> now I've grown up a little now bit I'm more. I'm an old adult writer. <laughs> and I realized that you guys didn't realize that was fiction. <laughs> that was fiction. That was fake. It's not real. Um, he, he, the black Knight satellite people picked that up and they're like, oh, he's talking about the black Knight satellite. And he's like, I never said that. And he's like, oh. also, he said, also the one that I was translating was like a signal that came from near the moon, and he, this was coming from near Earth orbit, the Black Knight satellite. So he's like, it's not the same thing. And okay. he's like been very vocal. He's got a blog, been very vocal on his blog. I checked uh, about the fact that what's his blog called? Uh, it is called. Hold on. Black Knight Satellite Get It Right dot com. <laughs> I'm pretty black night satellite. Get it right. One eight hundred. Dig right. <laughs> dig right. <laughs> Call one eight hundred. Dig right. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I never, I never said it was that. And he's like, you guys just decided it was that. And so this is just the whole black night satellite story is this hodgepodge of ideas that got mixed together and blended together to be like, oh, it's the thing. It's not a thing. And here's the whole more of the story. Here's why I'm bringing this whole thing up. Sure. Aliens are real. <laughs> And, and when you, you make guys, up these stories where you're crying wolf, yeah. then people aren't going to believe people, us. When, when we do things like the Skinwalker Ranch, when we do things like Black Knight Satellite, it makes you look crazy. There's legitimate stuff out there. We don't have to go yeah. pull these wires to this weird connection. So I just want to say what you're trying to do this episode. Unreal. You're trying to appeal to the alien audience to, to be say stop doing rational this. yeah and, and I waited until the end of this episode where none of them made it to the That's end. What I'm saying. No, it just bothers me, man. It bothers me that we have something that is as legitimate as aliens are that is so publicly illegitimate because of crap like this. It drives me. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. It's just like math, man. <laughs> if all these people would stop doing this stupid. Wait, math. what? <laughs> what was that pivot at the end of that? <laughs> There's a lot of people who give math a bad name. <laughs> As an interviewer, what I've learned is that if you just let your guests talk, if you just sit there silently, they'll say some insane stuff. <laughs> he goes, aliens are real. And like a lot of people are giving them a bad rap, dude. Just like common core math. <laughs> This derailed <laughs> so fast at the end. Let's get it back on track and get us into the fiddle off, dude. What are you, oh. are you supposed to?
Hey, thanks for watching. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe. Leave a comment to outweigh all the grifters. Uh, and then we've got playlists on the screen. You can watch new videos if you haven't seen them. Uh, we have a massive back catalog, so you should go check them out. Uh, if you want to become a patron, you can go to Tillin.com to do that or buy our merch, whatever you want. Uh, but, uh, and just thanks for being here. We appreciate you. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. <laughs> and look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.